Hello, and welcome to episode one of Things That Matter podcast. This first episode is going to be the beginning of a series where I play for you guys voice recordings. These recordings are from an app called Voxer. And what Voxer is, is it's basically like a walkie-talkie app on your phone. And you can talk to however many people you want all at the same time. So what this app was used for was when we were in the hospital. And if any of you guys have ever had a, something where you needed to get information to multiple people at once and you didn't want to have to pick up your phone multiple times, that's what we use this for. So my wonderful cousin had the idea of putting this together for my mom Jason and myself were in the hospital at the same time. So my mom was kind of heading up all of the prayer chain and communicating all the information to people. So my cousin had the idea of putting this group together with a smaller group of women in our church. This seemed like a really good platform to have a small group, but if we needed stuff to get out to the larger church or someone else could do that. The neat thing about this is that I have every single message, every single photo from this Voxer app. I don't want to say that no one else has this, but I think this is pretty unique. We have every message and picture date and time stamped, right? So when you hear messages come in of, we have a need, a prayer request, the doctor just came in and updated us. This is something that's wrong. We need to hit this right now in prayer. We have that recorded and we have everyone else in the group who's able to chime in and pray so we can all stand together in agreement on that. Everyone's sending in their scriptures and their worship songs. This is what I love about this. So you have our prayer requests coming in, the group praying, prophesying, interceding. And then sometimes less than 24 hours later, the praise report comes in. So we have time and date stamped miracles this whole thing was divine. So what I want to do, I want to start with the first couple of boxers. Since the whole point of this platform is to testify of the goodness of the Lord and the things that he's done in our life, I thought this was a really good place to start. So this will help kind of set the stage for where Jason and I came from, the things we had to walk through, and we'll testify to where we are in our faith today and why we are passionate on fire and ready to do the work of the Lord. So what you're going to hear in this first episode is a boxer from my cousin who just so happens to be the pastor of their church in Malala. You're going to hear her introduce my mom to the group and kind of explain what that inner circle is for. You're also going to hear a message about something that happened in pre-prayer that Sunday all the way in Oregon before they had even heard of the house fire. And then you're going to hear my mom's first message to the group. You get to hear about what the first 24 hours is kind of like. So to give you a little bit of a timeline, house fire was June 11th, 2017. We figure somewhere around 3.30 in the morning. Uh, we went to the neighbor's house. From there, we were in Lloydminster Hospital for and Jason was airlifted, and I went by ambulance to, so we were in Lloydminster, Saskatchewan, and then we were transferred to University of Alberta burn unit. So we were in Edmonton, got there in the afternoon. This Voxer is timestamped June 13th. So my mom will tell you about the first 24 hours. Also, she flew in from Oregon. Keep that in mind too. So she's... <laughs> 
my poor mother got a phone call four o'clock in the morning and immediately hopped on a plane. Anyway, without further ado, you guys, here you go. Okay, Christy, I just put a group together. And so when you see this heart, Amanda, heart, Jason, heart, this is the group of people that will be a private prayer or share time. And this won't go anywhere else besides this boxer, unless you say to do that. And so we'll keep this one very private, keep this one in our prayers, and it won't be a conversation one outside of this particular group. So go ahead and just let me know if you got this, Christy. I know you're learning along with all of us with Voxer, and you will like it. And um, all these ladies love you and Amanda and Jason very much, and we'll be in deep prayer, continually agreeing on God's word. So we love you. We love you. Love you. And so your voice will be heard by all these ladies and they will appreciate your heart hearing it. I love it. I already forwarded the one update that you said to these ladies. And so they're already hearing your voice and the testimonies. Thank you. Christy, I just wanted to uh, share something with you. I know Carolyn might have already mentioned it. Uh, Sunday morning, I was the worship leader and we were having prayer time before our practice started. And I just got such a clear picture of um, a picture of oil being poured over the tops of our heads. And I saw it as a congregation, but I also in my mind's eye saw it as every single individual had their own picture of oil from the Lord. And what I had shared during prayer was that it was pouring over from the head going down the back like down the spinal cord and all the way down to the toes and um the lord had me pray over healing and wholeness and um it was before i had even heard what had happened and so i know that we went before in the midst of situations and we're praying and I'm believing that that is for Amanda and Jason. We also covered both families with peace and understanding and that we know the Lord will make a way where there seems to be no way. He is a big, big God. But more importantly, I just wanted you to hear the word that he gave us specifically, I believe, for Amanda and Jason before we even knew that he was pouring his healing oil over their heads and down their bodies. Thank you so much, everybody. I can honestly tell you that um, we feel it. We absolutely feel it. And actually, I want to cry right now. And it's not because I'm sad. It's because um, God is so good. And it's just really a supernatural piece. I can't explain it. Even when I walked into the room and saw Jason for the first time, it was absolutely terrifying, you know, to see someone that you know is so unrecognizable. Um, but there's such a piece about this, and it's been so awesome. And Amanda is at peace. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, she's smiling in some of those photos. And it, that that is only because of the supernatural peace of God. That I mean, she knows that her husband is in that, that other room, but yet she knows that he's going to be okay. She knows she doesn't care about you know, her own burns or her beautiful hair <laughs> that she's always cared about being half of it burned off her head she's just like 
I'm alive <laughs> and Jason's alive and God is good. And um, they're going to come through this. And I uh, spoke some more to Carolyn this morning and I didn't do it in this chat and I'm sorry. And I don't know if she can um, move them over because I really don't have the time to figure it out right now. Um, I am so late. I was looking at my watch and my watch says 10 after eight, but now I'm looking at my phone and it's 20 after 10. So I am so late um, to getting over the hospital, but I needed to sleep. I, I just hadn't only gotten like three hours of sleep in 48 hours. So I'm so tired. Um, but anyway, I, I, I love you all. And I thank you so much for prayer and holding them up and lifting them up. And especially, literally, I have got texts from people. Prayer is coming in from many places all over the world and uh, from people that we don't even know. So, and I, and I also know because of the way the Holy Spirit works, I know that there are people out there who, like many of you and us in the country church, who when they come before the Lord, they say, okay, Lord, I'm lending my supply. And whatever you need me to pray about, whatever you need me to hold up, I just lend you my supply in the Spirit and take my words. I do that a lot. And I know that even from the people that we don't even know are doing that. They're lending their supply from, from all over. And I just believe with everything in my heart and my soul that this is something major that's happening here in the spiritual realm and um, that God is going to use Jason and Amanda and this testimony and it's going to go far and wide. I just believe it. I just believe it. With everything that has happened to them since the enemy has tried so hard to assassinate them and to come against them in so many ways. But they have such a deep love for the Lord and a desire to minister to people. They've just been kind of looking and waiting. Where, Lord? Where can we serve? You know, and so what the enemy tried to do to destroy them, the Lord is going to bring beauty out of the ashes. Absolutely. Telling them there's no such thing as a coincidence. This is not a coincidence. The Lord has lined this up. He has gone before, even before we knew. He had gone before with prayer. He had gone before with putting certain worship and praise in the head and keeping people up. It's like he had gone before because immediately when the word come, we knew exactly when, when, when each of us came to that point of awareness and we found out what had happened, we knew exactly what the Lord was doing prior when we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know who we were praying for or what the, what the restlessness in the spirit was about is like immediately we knew, we knew this God is designing and creating something out of this. And the enemy is going to be so sorry. <laughs> He's going to be so sorry. And I'm glad I'm glad it's going to be powerful. I mean, I'm glad that the enemy is going to be so sorry. That's what I mean. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I love you all so much. And I, and like I told Karen or like Carolyn earlier, this is pretty cool. I've never been on Voxer before. It's so much easier for me to do this than it is to be on the phone. So, and it's hard because over there, I'm, I'm not supposed to take, they're letting me take my phone in with Amanda, um, but I can't take anything in with Jason. 
um, other than they, they, they have let like little nieces make pictures and they paste them, they put them on the wall by his door. He can't see any of it, but he can't come into contact with anything. But the, the, the wonderful thing is, is that when Amanda can't go in, I don't know if you heard that part, they wheeled her to just his door after they gowned her up. They wheeled her from the, you know, from the room that the sterile room just to his door so she could speak to him and he was responding to her voice, but um, she can't go in and she can't touch him. And well, she couldn't, she couldn't touch him even if she could touch him because her hands are all bandaged. But um, it's very, it's a hard, even though she's doing well, it's hard on her. This is her husband. She's saying, this is flesh of my flesh and bone, my bone. And um, she, she can't be in there with him and comfort him. And honestly and truly, you know that that's who he really only wants is her. I mean, that's what his whole entire concern about was her. So just, you know, we praying for the speedy recovery for Amanda and for her burns for her wounds to get to the point to where she can actually go in and physically lay her hands on him and pray for him. All right. So there are the first two messages in the Voxer prayer group. I wanted to go over really quick, kind of my mom's role in interceding and praying that morning, because the timeline is pretty divine. She would have been in Oregon and we were in Saskatchewan at the time, so there's an hour time difference. She was having a really difficult time falling asleep. Suddenly, like this burden falls upon her, an urgency and a restlessness. It was very serious. And she had the bridge of this worship song playing in her head over and over and over again. It was just stirring in her. And the words were, every battle you will overcome. Through the valley, your grace will be enough. Jesus, you're greater. We lift you high above all names. So this was playing in her mind as this heaviness was laid upon her and she was wrestling with it back and forth so much so that my my dad woke up and he was like Christy what is going on here and she just said I don't know but something's wrong something's seriously wrong so she looks at the clock and it's now 1:30 so she had been wrestling for an hour from 12:30 to 1:30 here she was laying in bed wrestling with this so she just decided you know what I'm going to get up and I'm going to pray so she got up started praying and burden is getting heavier and heavier and it's almost causing a confusion. It's so heavy for her. So she just started praying in the spirit because she didn't really have words in the natural to pray and she didn't know what she was praying for. So she just prayed in the spirit and she did this until she felt the Holy Spirit release her. So in between the time, in between the 1.30 to 4 a.m. her time, this is right around the time that Jason and I would have woken up. We figure that was around 3.30 in the morning. We obviously don't have an exact time for that, but based on when we made it to the neighbors and to the hospital, that's kind of what we came up with. So right in the middle of my mom interceding and praying. So 4.05, my mom lays back down in bed, feeling completely released and falls asleep. And she wakes up to her phone ringing and all her phone reads is 4.25 a.m. Saskatchewan, Canada. She knew that something very serious was wrong and that it had to do with Jason and I. She knew this because it wasn't my contact showing up on her phone. It was someone else phoning from our location. And when she picks up the phone, it is, it's our neighbor who brought us to the hospital. My neighbor briefly explains to my mom what had happened. She says, 
I'm at the hospital here with Jason and Amanda. Their house caught fire in the middle of the night. We wanted to give you a call just in case you wanted to hop on a plane soon to get here. At that point, we didn't grasp. I mean, we I can't say we didn't grasp how serious it was. We understood how serious it was at that point. But I guess we weren't expecting Jason to die. It didn't seem that serious yet. Okay, who am I kidding you guys? It was serious. <laughs> you know what I'm, You probably understand what I'm trying to say, though. Just we did not in that moment foresee what was to come. So pretty much downplayed it to my mom. I just remember before my sweet neighbor handed me the phone to talk to my mom, I was just saying, like, do not freak out. Don't cry. Don't, don't sound like you're stressed. Don't freak mom out because this is already a horrible phone call to be getting this early in the morning. Now, keep in mind, I had just been scraped and scrubbed naked on a cold table in the local hospital. I was hearing my Jason and I were screaming back and forth because they can't really give you the pain medicine soon enough. And honestly, with burns, pain medicine doesn't do anything anyways. Getting like sloughing off the dead skin right away. You can't really leave that on you. So getting scraped alive. Um, so that had just happened and I'm just trying to make sure my mom's heart doesn't break any more than what it just did. So be calm, Amanda. Don't scream. Don't even cry. So my neighbor hands the phone over to me and I just start, the tears start coming. (laughs) Oh, you guys. And as I'm sitting there, just like frantic and crying and Jason's burnt like 90% of his body and someone's breathing for him right now, but he's going to be okay. He's going to live and I'm fine. And my mom's calm, still voice comes in and she says, Amanda, the Lord had me up praying, interceding. I had no idea why then, but I know now. She said, you are both going to be okay. The Lord had me up the Lord already went before. Hung up the phone, got on a plane. Shouldn't get there till later that evening. But when you hear that, that early on in the beginning, get confirmation that the Lord knew something was taking place in the spirit realm before it happened in the physical. And you see his process of covering his children and you see his process of providing There's no doubt in my mind that the prayers of my mother, and there were two other people that actually we would come to find out later were up that Jason was on their heart or I was on their heart and they had just been praying for us all night. So my first comment on that would be when the Lord puts someone on your heart, you have no idea what he wants to do with that prayer. It might be the answer to someone's life being saved. But I have no doubt in my mind that it was those prayers who went before. It was the obedience of people to be willing to pray, even in the middle of the night when it was not convenient, but to still pray. I'm telling you, it dispatched heavenly forces to fill our home, to wake us up, and to get us out. You'll learn later on, too, some of the things that happened There were honestly, very prophetic in the moment. We couldn't foresee how prophetic it would be into the future, but how the Lord uses the declarations that come out of our mouth to move things. 
I'll stop rambling there. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of context, more insight to those first two boxers. I hope they encouraged you. They encouraged me to feed me. I'm so glad to be here to testify on behalf of our mighty God. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And I look forward to having you back to listen to the rest of the series and whatever else the Lord asks us to put here on things that matter. Until next time, guys, have a good one.